Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Getting ready to bid farewell to June Dairy Month. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Come on in. Glad you're along with us. Well, let's talk weather for this final day of June. For today, it looks like we're going to have partly sunny skies, bouncing up to around 83 degrees today. Tonight, down to 63. For Thursday, a little cooler with sunshine, 79. For Friday, sunshine and 77. Then we pick up some more heat going into the 4th of July weekend. Saturday, 82. Sunday, 87. Now they're projecting that on Monday, the 5th of July, 89 degrees, with more showers redeveloping next week. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has those weather details coming up. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. BadgerBean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. BadgerBean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit BadgerBean.com today. You think about marching this time of the year, think, well, maybe the Memorial Day Parade or maybe the Fourth of July Parade is coming up. But folks march for a lot of different reasons in Wisconsin. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Stephanie, you were uh, marching with a group at the state capitol this week. What was that all about? Yeah, I got to sit in, or not sit in, but uh, cover a march at the southern end of the world's longest barn at the state capitol. So we had there... Immigrant essential workers and their supporters marching for an easier path to citizenship. So they marched from Milwaukee to Madison about 90 miles over nine days, arguing for citizenship for all and driver's licenses, too, for immigrant workers. And I got to talk to Tina Hinchley. She's a dairy farmer out of Cambridge, Wisconsin. She's also a member of the Wisconsin Farmers Union. She marched with them. And here's a little bit of what she had to say. My daughter and I walked uh, 11 miles on uh, Saturday, and the day before I did just seven. But I tell you what, our legs, oh my gosh. The immigrants that we were walking with, the the Latinos, oh my gosh, they are so strong, and, and they're kids. We did host a dinner for them on Saturday night, and everybody enjoyed our cows. They enjoyed the milk. We enjoyed some beef. We enjoyed some ice cream and some cheese. And it was wonderful. I really want to know what you learned during this experience. Oh, my gosh. I learned that these people that are walking all the way from Milwaukee to Madison have got a lot of strength, a lot of ambition, and their hearts are set on this. And this is their livelihood. They 
this this is the most important thing in their whole life right now is to become citizens and it's no different than anybody else that has come to the United States of America they want to be able to have the the rights and the opportunities that everybody else does um, I'm a dairy farmer and with working in the dairy industry we do know that there are many 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 farms that have undocumented employees they are not able to get a driver's license that's legal and if they do get pulled over they end up going to jail for it shame on us that's that's completely ridiculous we also need to make sure that they have a pathway to citizenship just like all of us my family has come over from germany my husband's came over from norway and england we have to make sure that everybody that is here, especially as they're working their days and nights, many of them working two or more jobs to sustain a family and to pay the rent and to, to send oftentimes money back to help their families at home. They, are re they need to be respected. They need to be valued. And doggone it, they need to have rights just like us. They need citizenship. I'd like you to just to touch on the driver's license again because it, it seems like a simple issue, but it has a big impact, especially on the farm. It does because those those employees that are coming to the farm, first of all, they have to have a vehicle to get there. If by chance they get pulled over for anything, they go to jail. This is just completely ridiculous. They are driving our equipment. They are, are working alongside us. Really, our kids start off at 15 to get a driver's license at 16. I'm sorry. This is something that every person, this is a right that everybody should have. And if we're being criticized because they don't have an ID or if they're hiding in the dark because they are not uh, documented, this is going to be a step forward so they can get documentation so that they can say, hey, this is who I am and I am here. I am a citizen of the state of Wisconsin. I am working here. Instead, they're hiding and they're afraid. And that should not be. Uh, did you see other farmers alongside you? Um, not for the walk. We did not. Um, it was raining. So that had a lot to do with some of it. But um, I do know that um, I do write for Dairy Star, uh, which is a dairy magazine. And I have had some responses back when I have written about this issue. And my daughter also was a, a columnist for one week uh, representing and discussing the, the issues that migrant laborers have to deal with. And, Bob, the event was hosted by Voces de la Frontera, the goal being to pressure President Biden and Dems in Congress to pass citizenship for all and some upcoming legislation. Voces de la Frontera's executive director, Christine Newman-Ortiz, talked with me at the event. She was happy with the turnout and happy with the organization's supporters in agriculture. The reason that we chose to do this nine-day march from Milwaukee to Madison is... In recognition, obviously, this is the state capital of government. It's where we've seen, sadly, uh, the absence of um, driver's licenses, as we've seen, you know, blocked here at the state and immigration reform blocked or not passed um, for several administrations, actually. And so there's a recognition that we have a historic moment now that cuts across all party lines because the majority of people in Wisconsin do support immigration reform do support restoring driver's licenses here in Wisconsin. And uh, so we decided to, to do this march to really give voice to immigrant essential workers um, in agriculture, but also in all cuts across all industries, especially during this pandemic, uh, where they have been largely left out 
um, and not been given the voice and visibility that they deserve. Under this administration, we do have a historic opportunity to push for immigration reform with a path to citizenship for 11 million in Biden's Go Big, Go Bold uh, Jobs Act and uh, the big kind of spending bill that doesn't require bipartisan support, a simple majority. This was a campaign promise, and it did motivate a lot of Latino and immigrant families here to either vote or get their family and friends to vote to fulfill that promise. And we knew that we would have to keep pushing afterwards. And so this is really a moment where we know that we need to step it up, that all of us that you know, know people or that appreciate people who have been um, feeding us, who have been cleaning, who've been in meat processing plants or in fields or been in construction, you know, manufacturing, all of these jobs where 80% of immigrant workers are doing are in those types of jobs uh, that we need citizenship now, that families should not have to leave, live 30 years in fear that waiting for the shoe to drop when their family is going to be torn apart. No children should have to live that way. And people need to know that they're the ones that can make it happen. That's why we're inviting people not just to participate in today's event as part of kind of a national movement to make sure citizenship is included in this jobs bill, but that as we move forward, um, we invite more and more people to participate, even if that means just calling our Democratic representatives uh, by phone and saying, fight for this, vote for this, make sure it happens. So even if they said, I'll, I'll do it, we need champions. If you don't have champions, you've got nothing. We know the people are the champions, and we need all of them, each and every one, to raise their voice. Were you satisfied with the turnout that you got at this event and then throughout the whole march? Yes. I mean, we knew it was, was going to be a challenge because coming out of the pandemic, we're still in the pandemic. Immigrants have shouldered a lot of the work during this time, and they've also been excluded. So from any kind of, even though they contribute um, to unemployment, contribute to our social security system, because of their status, they can't benefit from it. So we know that there's been a lot of economic hardship, suffering, hunger, in real way, even though they're producing food, there's still like many, many people that are going hungry and have had not. So, so as we're like stepping into this kind of reopening, we know that um, it has been very, very difficult for people to come out at this moment because of the, the hardship that they have. That's why, to me, it was so powerful that everyone who participated along the way, not just immigrants, Latinos, but people of, you know, black, you know, people of European descent, people of African descent, uh, indigenous uh, community, everyone that participated, um, you know, it was beautiful, it was strong, it was representative. We had over 30 organizations that came out and supported in different ways. I personally fell in, I, even though I love Wisconsin, I really fell in love with Wisconsin, its people, uh, its beauty, and this over 90-mile journey because we were welcomed by people. We were, uh, people gave us food and water, committed to join us here. So we are really at a reopening and um, stage. So we've had, you know, several hundreds of people um, participating. Even though we've had in the past uh, large, large numbers, uh, tens of thousands, we know because of the pandemic, that's, uh, that's, that's part of the contribution. But uh, this movement has been going for 20 years now. And that's why we know that uh, Democrats have said recently, have said that it will be included. Uh, it is a plan B, and it's becoming obvious there is no bipartisan legislation. So it's really for the people. We got it this far, and we just have to keep going to get it done. 
Yeah, the pressure's on. Um, are you guys going to be visiting Tammy Baldwin? I think we just need to keep the pressure on. We know that our friend, our allies in agriculture are making sure that message gets to her. Our supporters in the LGBTQ community are making sure that message gets to her. So I, I think we're going to keep going, and uh, and we know in the you know the ag community is making sure that message gets to her because. What I guess what's impressed me most about the members of the Wisconsin Farmers Union have been, you know, spoken on behalf of the members and the communities is that with their heart in their hand, recognize and uphold the inherent dignity and contributions of immigrant workers here in Wisconsin. And too much, too often, they are treated as invisible and expendable. It is extremely powerful and an important contribution to have Wisconsin Farmers Union standing up saying um, they are our equals, they feed us, they care for us, they deserve driver's licenses and citizenship. It makes a difference. And uh, that humanity, that bottom-up push, that's where that change is going to come from. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to add about this event? For myself as being one of those 11 that did the nine-day march, um, it was very emotional. It was very, very emotional to finally see the Capitol um, because it is, it was physically <laughs> taxing, yeah. and it was uh, both symbolic and real. And so very, very emotional, beautiful ex- experience. Again, that's the executive director of Vosas de la Frontera, Christine Newman-Ortiz, and before her, Tina Hinchley of the Wisconsin Farmers Union and a dairy farmer in Cambridge. On the southern end of the world's longest barn here in Madison, I'm Stephanie Haw. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hey, check the grill. The game's coming on. It's time to turn those Johnson Sausage Brats. And what a deal. You buy five packages at $6 each, and you get a package free. Pick up burgers, roasts, chops, and Wisconsin's finest cheese at Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. They're perfect for cooking out or eating in. Add your favorite beer, wines, or liquor, and eat deliciously. See johnsonsausage.com. Brats are ready. Johnson's Sausage Shop in Ryle. It's been called the best in Wisconsin, meticulously maintained at 70% humidity. It's the walk-in humidor at the Tasting Room Lounge, a showcase of the finest tasting hand-rolled cigars in the area. The Tasting Room Lounge, a systematically ventilated refuge to enjoy your favorite cigar, spirit, specialty beer, or wine. Indoor or on the patio, find your spot at the Tasting Room Lounge. West Broadway, Monona. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. 
Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Everybody getting excited for the 4th of July weekend. We're talking a little bit more about how much that 4th of July picnic is going to cost before we get done this morning. Right now it's time for a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live this morning. You know, uh, even with all the craziness that came through over the past 48 hours or so, I'm not getting a whole lot of Midwest Farm Report talk text line rain updates. It it seems like people are just accustomed to some passing quick showers. We're so happy to see it, but it's all <laughs> over the board. I'm, I'm looking here uh, in my area, six miles any direction, the airport 20 on hundreds on the eastern side of Fond du Lac County, 38 hundreds, the southeast part of the county, a half inch. Even Madison, the airport saying four tenths, another report, 55 hundreds. So rain amounts are here, there and everywhere. Nonetheless, it's all welcome. It's all soaking in. You can see those crops really coming on. Things are looking better. And today, I expect another nice day. Still not very warm, you know, more like normal for this time of the year or just below. That's not hard to tolerate. Still does good as far as crop growth. But there's a warm front edging up out of the south, another cool front that will drop through out of the north. For once, I don't have any rain more than maybe a sprinkle in Wisconsin. There's some rain from southern southern Michigan into northwest parts of Indiana into Illinois, but that may climb back to the north. The biggest deal is patchy, dense fog with even a dense fog advisory in southwest Wisconsin this morning. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compure Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. All righty, Stu, tell me what we're going to get, not just today, but we really do have a nice weekend coming up. Yeah, the heat's going to turn on in the weekend. Uh, today's some patchy fog here and there, heaviest in the southwest. Partly sunny skies, even more sun further west. A slight chance this afternoon of a shower or thunderstorm. Eastern and southern Wisconsin, low to mid-80s, warmest in the west. The northwest wind today about 5. That chance of a sprinkly shower or something yet this evening in the east, otherwise partly cloudy, mid and upper 60s, north winds at 5. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a slight chance, very slight chance of an afternoon shower, upper 70s and low 80s, warmest in the west again, the northeast winds at 5 to 10, and sunny on Friday, mid and upper 70s, a few 80s in the west, north winds at 5. Even then for the weekend, Pam, 80s could be mid-80s Saturday, more likely about 90 on the 4th of July. So a hot day for a picnic and a parade. Well, that's all right. I think we, after the way it's been the past couple of days, I think a return to heat is just what the corn crop ordered, huh? Oh, it ought to make some good growth. And if anything else, it'll bring out the mosquitoes. (laughs) Oh, there's a story we're working on today, as a matter of fact. All right, Stu, take her easy. We'll catch you tomorrow morning.
All right. See you then. Stumach along with us and those weather details and uh, yeah, something to think about mosquitoes. We haven't had to worry about them for a while. And that's your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Remember, Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. I wasn't kidding. We're trying to help you get set up for the 4th of July weekend. And if you're planning on doing some entertaining around the table, Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's tallied up uh, what you can expect to pay for a picnic. We've got that coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a lazy boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to lazy boy. That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a lazy boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. When your favorites start the game, you can count on a win. Count on Interstate All Battery when you need your car, golf cart, and outdoor equipment to start. Interstate All Battery Staying Power delivers more going power. One store for all the battery energy you'll ever need. Rely on the Interstate All Battery Center to keep you in a starting position. And always free battery testing. Just inside the Middleton Business Park. Interstate Batteries. Outrageously dependable. Landscape Envy? That's what you create when you add Kalani Wash Decorative Stone to your landscape. Choose from our selection of multicolored stones for around trees, shrubs, and under decks. Plus, we offer gravel stone for walkways, driveways, and a base for patio bricks and retaining walls. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. And good-looking decorative stone. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. We're ready to take on tough cases. Some firms won't take them. It's not the field that they play on, and that's okay. But when it comes to personal injury cases, Clifford and Rihala is ready to play and win on any and all fields. There have been a number of times when other firms have asked us to handle their most complex cases, and we relish these opportunities because that's where the most skilled attorneys can make the biggest impact for clients. We aren't afraid of hard work, and we won't shy away from putting in the extra hours it takes to win tough cases. We do absolutely everything that is necessary to bring you the best result we can. And that's what it's going to take to get you all that you deserve for your injuries and everything you've lost. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Mmm, need to get some rest. This is the worst headache ever. Mmm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on it last night. I keep losing my balance. 
These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Signs like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a strong-armed robbery investigation. On Wednesday, May 19th, officers were dispatched to the area of Muirfield Road and Tempe Drive for the report of a strong-armed robbery. The 16-year-old victim was walking to their grandmother's house when a red Ford Fusion began following them. Two suspects exited the vehicle and attempted to forcefully take the victim's cell phone and money. A third suspect remained in the vehicle. One suspect is described as a white male, approximately 5'5", wearing a gray jumpsuit and white shoes. The second suspect is a black male, approximately 5'10", with short dreads, wearing a black shirt, jeans, and a face mask. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. You know, icons in sports, they always uh, sometimes have like, you know, something to go with their image. And before we talk logos coming up here in Wisconsin athletics, i.e. Graham Mertz, I got to get this on the frontal lobe of everyone. When you think of Jake, the snake, he always had a snake with him, obviously, WWF, Jake the snake. Yeah. Remember Jake the snake? Well, guess what? Uh, This Friday, July 2nd. Jake the Snake is going to be at the Duck Pond, the Madison Mallards. And if you go to our website, madcitysportszone.com, a nice little Jake the Snake uh, picture will pop up. Damien? That was his python? The python, baby. Jake the Snake Or was it a boa constrictor? I think it was a boa constrictor. Yeah, either way, it's Damien. But this uh, July 2nd, man, you got to go out to the Duck Pond. Here's what you go uh, do if you go to madcitysportszone.com. The ticket package includes grandstand seats, a meet and greet and autograph session with the legend himself, Jake the Snake, and you'll get a three-foot-long gummy snake and a chance to win a giant gummy snake. So all kinds of good stuff from the Madison Mallards. Uh, Jake the Snake will also be signing autographs for $5 pregame if you don't want to purchase the ticket package. So uh, go to madcitysportsone.com. You'll see it. It'll pop right up. If not, it's on the right-hand side. And go get your ticket package. I think we'll have Vern today at uh, 7.52 to talk about it. So Jake the Snake, Rowdy. Also, aren't we doing something on that's Friday the, night? Yeah, that's the zone night. So, yeah. I mean, we're we're teaming up with the Mallers, bringing out Jake the Snake. So there you go. Love it. All right, boys. Something that um, is going to be different now moving forward in college athletics is name, image, and likeness. As the, what, July 1st, I think, is it getting underway? Yep. Graham Mertz. The, the new academic year. Yeah, Graham Mertz. Thursday, a big day for college athletics, especially Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz already is teasing it on his Twitter account, but the young man, the number five for Wisconsin, the quarterback, has debuted his own logo. Yeah. It's a big so, M and a G. It, I thought it looked like the GameCube logo. Yeah. RJ said, no, it looks like this... Uh, Gorilla game. Gorilla game. Spelled like the revolutionary, not the animal. Yeah, gorilla. 
Graham Mertz might be in some trademark law, uh, copyright laws here, but because it either yeah. looks like GameCube or looks just like this gorilla logo. But he might yeah. not be the only one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because RJ also sent this to this. Uh, uh, looks like sa- Badger Safety Colin Wilder is also getting in on the new NIL name image likeness policy on July 1st as he, Graham Mertz, uh, Instagrammed out a video of Wilder printing on his own shirts, bring your own juice, B-Y-O-J shirts, bring your own juice, and on the shirt is Baby Groot. I think Marvel might have something to say about this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is definitely trademark well, infringement. Hopefully he's just putting that on shirts and giving it to guys, because uh, if that goes for sale, I'm going to go ahead and say he's going to get sued by Marvel. Baby Groot? Yeah, there might be a cease and desist there. Yeah. Wait, does Baby Groot say Baby Groot, or does Baby Groot say just Groot? It just says Groot. No, that, I mean, it's all just, I am Groot. Oh, see, I was confusing us. Uh, Except um, that one time he said, we are Groot. I was confusing um, um, Sloth from the Goonies. Baby says, Root? Baby Roof? And I was thinking of Baby Groot. So there you go. A wilder definitely might be having a knock on his door from some Marvel suits saying, um, excuse me, that's... Baby Groot with a beard. Can you not do that? But Graham Mertz boys with the logo. Are we ready? I mean, obviously players are ready to make money off their name, image, and likeness as they should. But Graham Mertz with a logo. Yeah, I'm all for players being able to make money off their likeness, doing certain stuff like that. But then there's also a part of me that says if you're not about a handful of guys that can pull off a logo... Don't do don't it. Do Just it. don't do it. Like Aaron Rodgers. He's a smart guy. I don't believe he has a logo. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has a logo. No. Because if you go look at logos across sports from the big-time professional athletes, like 90% of them suck ass. Oh, more than 90%. Yeah. I would go with like 98%. They're terrible. And, and the funniest thing is that they're so corny. They're either so corny or they're so like you don't a even rip know what off it is. of something else. Yeah. yeah. This is one where I'm going to go ahead and say... I'm going to say a website will pop up on the first where you can buy yourself some Graham Mertz logo. Oh, it's trademarked, by the way. It's TV. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't know if he threw that on there or if this is like now legit. Well, someone and, made this video for him. It's a right, video. But, so someone. But I'm just saying, I don't know if the trademark is just thrown on there or if it's actually trademarked. I assume it's trademarked. Terrible, terrible timing, though, for Graham Mertz for it being this July 1st, 2021, because could you imagine if this was July 1st, 2020, and then all of a sudden he has the Illinois game? Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And we're talking 4th of July. If you're planning a picnic, the good news is it looks like it's less expensive this year than it was last. The American Farm Bureau Federation, along with the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, have published their results. I've got those details for you. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today, final day of June, on this day back in 1971, the crew of the Soviet spacecraft Soyuz 11 died after the loss of air supply. And it was really shocking because those three cosmonauts had previously had great success docking their spacecraft to a space station. So this was one that definitely hit the history books. Three died on this day back in 1971 in Soyuz 11. On this day in 1936, the novel Gone with the Wind was published. Also have to say happy birthday this morning to 
swimmer and medalist Michael Phelps. Also, Mike Tyson celebrating a birthday today. And now you know. It is a Wednesday, and that means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. Remember how to spell that? S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. And along with us, Ashley Hewen making his way across the countryside. Busy, busy week for Ashley and his crew. Hey, speaking of crew, Ashley, I noticed on the steffisgroup.com website that you guys are looking to hire some folks. Tell me a little bit about the positions that are open with the Steffis Group and what kinds of things I get to do if I'm hired. Well, it's hard to believe, Pam, but last year we did 600 auctions as a company, so... We're, we're obviously a growing company. Our focus is on agriculture. So, of course, we're looking for people that can sit down at the kitchen tables, talk about equipment, talk about value, and, and really sit down with a family and get them to the next step, whether that's a transition, whether it's selling one piece, or well, whether it's a full farm retirement line. Boy, it sounds to me like that might be an ideal job, not just for somebody that's have an agriculture background, might want to do a career pivot, but maybe some of our guys that are right on the verge of retirement, I'm guessing you wouldn't look past them and their knowledge either. Oh, absolutely not. You know, we're expected, and when I'm training sales guys, I always say, well, you're going to be expected to be an expert on knowing equipment value. And, of course, we have a lot of tools to help you out. We have our own app within the company that can pull up three years of data and see what sold prices are. So we end up doing a lot of appraisals, too, uh, a lot of people that are in transition to the next generation or, or, or that kind of thing, so they need a chattel appraisal. We do do that on the equipment side of things. So it's just every day dealing with equipment. And like you said, if you're a, a farmer that's retiring or you're easing back, maybe transitioning from dairy to beef or something less time intensive, you've got that knowledge already kind of part of your DNA, don't you? You know, that that's us to the core. It really is because in our business, we want to tell everybody what's going to happen before it's going to happen. So, you know, these auctions we do, they don't, they don't just happen on their own. It's not something we just throw out there and say, okay, uh, this is the date we'll see you again. We're going to have an auction. It's, it's so involved right from the beginning down to us telling you, uh, what it's going to bring before we have the auction. Of course, it's always a good day when prices are up like they are now and they're bringing 10% over what our estimations are. Right. And I also want people to understand uh, it's not like they have to move to the headquarters or anything like that. In this day and time, and especially with the business model that the Steffes Group has, you can be pretty much wherever you're hearing my voice and qualify for these jobs, can't you, uh, Ashley? Yeah, you're absolutely yeah, you're absolutely right. Most of our sales guys, you know, we say they work from home, but technically they're working out of their pickup trucks that we get for them. And, and you're just driving around, you're meeting people, uh, you're creating a, a very large network and bringing people into the Steffes fold. How can, how can people find out more or do you welcome phone calls if they're that serious about it, Ashley? In this uh, particular economic climate, you never want to look past anybody that's interested. Well, that, well, that's for sure. So there's there's some ad campaigns going on right now. Matter of fact, I always tell people probably the best place to start out is our website, and and you can see our core values there, our brand promises, what we're all about as a culture, uh, you know, because that's very important to us. And then 
there is a spot on there that talks about the job openings. You can click on that. It'll give you uh, my phone numbers on there, so you can call me directly, or you can uh, place a resume right off of our website. Not a bad time to be looking. I know it's a busy time always for the folks at the Steffes Group, but if you're looking at a possible pivot in your career, if you're somebody that's transitioning to another phase of your career, you like people, you've got the agriculture background, you like to make your way around beautiful country, then maybe this is exactly for you. Check it out online, steffesgroup.com. Let me spell it again, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. And hey, if you're ready for an auction or want to visit with one of the trained staff from the Steffes Group, feel free to give them a call direct here in Wisconsin, 920-area-code-442-5677. Ashley Hewitt along with us from the Steffes Group. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select cat equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Hey, could you stop in at the FSA office and turn in our 2021 planted acres report when you're in town? Yeah, uh, uh, when? Before five? In between work? Dropping the kids off? Picking up that part you needed? And stopping to grab the mineral mix you ordered from the feed mill? (sighs) What if they have questions? They won't have any questions. It's all right here. See the red lines? Oh, yeah. The red Sharpie on the gray blobs are supposed to be which fields? There has to be a better way. It is 2021, after all. Have you checked out TopCon's data management platform, TAP? I heard you could submit your planted acres report right from your computer. But we don't have any TopCon gear in our tractors. I heard you don't need any, and signing up is free. You can submit your 2021 planted acres report electronically using TAP and My Ag Data. Sign up is free and TAP can handle your planting data from any of the major planter solutions available. Learn more at www.cropreporting.com. Well, the good news, if you're getting ready to host a 4th of July picnic this year, it may cost you a little bit less than it did last year. The American Farm Bureau Federation came out with their market basket survey. They put together all the fixins for a great 4th of July picnic, including cheeseburgers, pork chops, chicken breasts, homemade potato salad, strawberries, and ice cream, and found out that to host a group of 10 people, you'll pay $59.50 for all of it or less than $6 per person. That cost is down $0.16 compared to 2019. They didn't do a survey, obviously, in uh, the COVID year. One thing I thought was really interesting is the American Farm Bureau Federation's survey found that one of the most expensive ingredients of the picnic is actually the strawberries. Their survey showed two pints of strawberries 
at $5.30. That's up 22% compared to last year, but you've been hearing all the stories about the weather-related challenges that strawberry producers have faced this year, so I guess it kind of makes sense. For the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Market Survey, uh, the average family of 10 or group of 10 will pay about $60.35 for all their fixins. That's a little bit higher than the American Farm Bureau Federation survey. But the good news is Wisconsin Farm Bureau says that farmers make more money off the food you consume at home. USDA says overall farmers get about $14.3 cents out of every dollar spent. But food consumed at home results in a higher share for the farmer at 23.4 cents of every food dollar. So think about that. Well, they're thinking about that big USDA acreage report out at 11 a.m. Central Time today. Markets are lower going into that report, at least right now. July corn's down about eight. December corn down seven and three quarters, 540 and three quarters. July soybeans are unchanged. November beans now down two at 1310 and a half. July wheat's down two and a quarter at 637 and a half. Barrel cheese yesterday gained two cents at a dollar fifty and a half. Forty pound black cheese was up two and three quarter cents at one fifty four and a quarter. Double A butter that dropped a quarter of a cent to one seventy six and a half per pound. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more twenty four seven at MidwestFarmReport.com. Stay tuned as we'll be right back. Exciting news. Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. This is Jeff Dunn from Dunn's Import in Middleton. Let's talk about the 100,000-mile syndrome. All cars get it. Many systems last 100,000 miles, and then they need replacing. Timing belts, water pumps, valve cover gaskets, spark plugs, etc. This is a two dollars to $4,000 time frame in most cars' lives. Sometimes it starts at 90, sometimes it starts at 120, but it always happens. If you're buying used, keep this in mind when it comes to price and value. Call Dunn's Import in Middleton for a buyer's inspection first. Hit your camping season out of the park with Fathead's Country Campers. Fathead's lineup covers the bases with small, lightweight campers that you can pull with your SUV to toy haulers that let you load up the toys and head out into left field. Fathead's Country Campers doesn't play games. You'll get the best price on every camper, every time, with no hidden fees. Check them out just off I-94 and Lake Mills or at countrycampers.com. That's countrycampers.com. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, I think there's a little bit of disappointment from Wisconsin agriculture, Wisconsin farmers. It was nice to see the president come to the state of Wisconsin, but the original target of talking about agriculture was changed late in the game to focus in instead on infrastructure. There were a lot of Wisconsin farmers that were hoping for some answers, some direction from the visit from President Joe Biden, like Joe Gibbs. He is a farmer in Fox Lake, Wisconsin, and a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Board. Right now, there's a lot of uncertainty with renewable fuels, be it biodiesel, be it ethanol. They're not sure what direction the Biden administration is going when it comes to those renewable fuels versus big oil. And Jonathan Gibbs and I talked before the president's arrival, and he said he would just like some conversation about both. Oh, that's extremely important there, Pam. I mean, when I look at Wisconsin agriculture, uh, as you said, biofuels are an important part of our our economy, not only on the farm sector. I mean, when we look at biodiesel, for example, it it adds 13% to the price of the soybeans I produce. And right now today, that's a little over $1.50 a bushel. So, you know, as the president comes to the state, just looking for an opportunity to, uh, you know, maybe talk to him or get our message out about how important biofuels is, not only at the farm gate, but for the people that work in the industry and support the industry, you know, whether it's ethanol or, or biodiesel in the state. Help people better understand, Jonathan, the confusion that farmers are caught up in when it comes to directives on RFS, reformulated fuels uh, systems and and uh, what's going on there. Help them understand what needs clarification. Well, lately we've been hearing some rumors coming out, you know, from the press that the oil refiners are looking to try to get out of their RFS, the Renewable Fuel Standard Commitment, as far as blending biofuels into the uh, fuel supply that we all use uh, day in and day out, whether you're driving your car to work or uh, moving freight with a semi, a train, or, or you know, as we're doing, producing commodity crops or, or livestock on the farm. So we're, again, we're just kind of waiting to see if the president's going to make any comments relative to that industry. Are farmers doing anything right now, Jonathan, to try to, to reach regulatory officials, our state leaders on these issues? I mean, we're, we're fortunate that in Congress we do have a lot of biofuels champions. Uh, I know Representative Polkian and others just sent a letter to the White House and the EPA um, just to let them know that they're basically demanding the administration reject any actions, you know, under discussion to exempt oil refiners to their obligations of the RFS and to hold, you know, uphold a commitment, you know, to battle climate change and support our nation's, you know, farmers and industry. I mean, as as we keep moving forward in our biofuel journey, we've got the data and we know that the biofuels are, an important part of battling climate change now. You know, we don't have to wait 20 or 30 years for technology to improve. Right. Well, and that seems to be one of the elements that's always forgotten. Farmers are multifaceted in their efforts that can be channeled towards climate change. And you're a perfect example of that, Jonathan. It's not just about the end product, those renewable fuels. It's about day-to-day practices that today's average Wisconsin farmer puts in place as far as conservation, technology they use, etc. Oh, for sure, Pam. I mean, I 
I'm farming a lot of the same soil that my dad and my grandpa farmed, but we're we're constantly evolving. I, it, my my dad and my uncle were great stewards of the land. They they taught me a lot. But as we keep moving forward, I mean, we've introduced you know cover crops into our into our production system. We've introduced um, using you know banded fertilizer to increase our fertilizer efficiency, which allows us to use less of it. And I mean, we're constantly evolving in the practices we do you know at the farm level. Jonathan Gibbs along with us from Fox Lake, a producer that's going to be paying close attention to comments from uh, President Joe Biden, U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, as they visit Wisconsin on Tuesday, we're being told. He's also a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Board, paying close attention to any discussion regarding renewable fuels. You know, the other thing, I think the average consumer fails to realize the technology that today's farmers are generally using. On an average day, Jonathan, can you help them understand the technology you tap into, whether it's an app on your smartphone, whether it's uh, something from a vehicle that's got a chip and accesses the Internet or something like that. I mean, today, technology is probably one of the number one tools that agriculture uses. Oh, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, you, you named it. We got the smartphone. Um, whether it's communicating, uh, we use it to order parts. I mean, we've, we've increased our efficiency of what we do on a day-to-day business. On a lot of my tractors, I use when we perform our functions in the field. We're taking, we're we're steering the tractor, so we're not overlapping, we're not skipping, um, we're monitoring the different inputs we apply to the soil, along with when we harvest, we monitor outputs of what we're getting off that field, and we analyze that data in season, out of season. And if there's changes we need to make in the field, we can do that to make our footprint on the environment better and to increase the efficiency of what we do uh, day in and day out. Jonathan Gibbs, he's a farmer from Fox Lake, Wisconsin, a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Board. Again, like I said, I think there's a little bit of disappointment by Wisconsin agriculture that the president did not stay focused on agriculture and instead pivoted to infrastructure. So a lot of growers like Jonathan Gibbs still waiting for some direction, some guidance, some thoughts on renewable fuels like biodiesel and ethanol from the Biden administration. Tomorrow, we'll catch up with our friends from EverAg in Chicago. Take a look at what's happening with the dairy complex. Stop and think about all the tremendous heat that they've been experiencing in the Pacific Northwest, really all along the West Coast. Uh, That's likely to be a big conversation topic tomorrow. Hope you'll join us. See us online in the meantime, MidwestFarmReport.com. Fabulous.